Welcome to Right Spokane Perspective with your hosts, Mike Fagan and Tim Ben. We're opinion, fact, informative, and your alert system. Now let's get ready to rumble. Good day once again, ladies and gentlemen. Thanks for rejoining Mike and Tim on Turmoil and Tyranny in Going Digital this Tuesday here on Right Spokane Perspective. I was very young when I peered through a hospital nursery window and saw a newborn for the first time. In my ignorance, I was dismayed to see a tiny, wrinkly child with a hairless, cone-shaped head. The baby's mother, standing near us, however, couldn't stop asking everyone, isn't he gorgeous? I was reminded of that moment when I saw a video of a young dad tenderly singing the song, You Are So Beautiful, to his baby girl. To her enraptured daddy, the little girl was the most beautiful thing ever created. Is that how God looks at us? Ephesians 2 verse 10 says that we're his handiwork, his masterpiece. Aware of our own failings, it may be hard for us to accept how much he loves us or to believe that we could ever be of value to him. But God doesn't love us because we deserve love. He loves us because he is love. His love is one of grace, and he showed the depth of it when through Jesus' sacrifice he made us alive in him when we were dead in our sins. God isn't fickle. It's constant. He loves the imperfect, the broken, those who are weak, and those who mess up. When we fall, he's there to lift us up. We're his treasure, and we're so beautiful to him. You know the drill, folks. Father God, you are a precious God. You are a loving God. Thank you for your love for us. In your son's Jesus' name we pray. Amen. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the digital world. Hold on, hold on. <laughs> hold on. We, we were talking about God, though, right? Yes. That's the only big thing I like. I like a big, big, big God, because we have a big God. Yes, we do. I don't like anything else big, almost anything. I had a big truck. I, I did like having a big truck. But you don't want to be that little car going down the road and have a tire blow up and have a big truck behind you. Yeah. Because that's kind of where the American people are when you talk about big big everything that's big big banking big bitcoin big <laughs> cryptocurrency big conglomerations and corporations and big finance and people are like oh you're so anti-government no, no no i want good governance i'd actually like a government that did its job at some point in time in my lifetime but it's so big and bloated now there's more fat to carry than there is muscle that has meaning, if mm -hmm. you know what I mean. Sure. And, and that's what these big corporations are like. And then, you know, oh, it's too big to fail. Oh, no, it's so big it should have failed a long oh, time ago. Oh, no kidding, ago. man. Well, I'll tell you something, ladies and gentlemen. This particular situation with Bankman Freed and the FTX Corporation is just is amazing. And what, like Fakey is... Fauci, now we got Freed. Is it Freed or Fraud? <laughs> Bankman Fraud? Now, now now his name is Bankman? Yeah, Bankman Freed. Sam Bankman Freed. Sam SBF. Sam, like Uncle Sam? Yeah. Sam Bankman Freed. Are they just playing games with us now? <laughs> like, uh, like Uncle Sam Bankman? Come on, Bankman? He's, he's banking with like other people's money and fake money. And Freed? Are, are you sure we're not mispronouncing that? It's, it's supposed to be fraud? You know? <laughs> How about he got his tail fried? Just like, I mean, like Fauci backwards. Is that really his name? Fauci backwards is I cough? Okay, come Come on, man. I mean, I just, I, I'm, I'm starting to think that they're just playing games with us. Yeah, they may very well be, but I'll tell you something, man. Let me go ahead and start off our coverage of some.
from digital turmoil and digital tyranny with this particular headline and a little bit of this story. Bitcoin miner core scientific has lost $1.7 billion this 1. year. $1.7 billion. Yeah. Now, this is, now this core is scientific, like a- he's, they're supposed to be one of the biggest operations in Bitcoin. You know, this is the same kind of operation that they're thinking about putting over here in Northeast Washington. Right, right. Well, but this isn't one of the actual miners. This isn't one of the corporations that that are actually mining it, right? Oh, yeah. I thought this was the corporation that was just selling the digital drill bits that drilled into the fake mountains <laughs> that pulled out the gold. No, that, man. I mean, it, these things are like layered now. It's like it you know, multiple corporations trading emptiness. There's nothing there. There There's, is. It's, yeah. it's a digital whatever. So you got, you know, these layers of corporations to, I, th- I think, protect themselves legally or whatever so whatever so they can all run away with whatever actual cash people put into these things because when i was looking at that article i didn't think they were actually a crypto miner oh yeah they sure are. They're As a matter of fact, money. they are one of the biggest in the world right now. Core Scientific has the biggest operation among public miners. The firm posts $435 million in quarterly loss as bankruptcy looms. Now, Core Scientific Inc., the largest U.S. publicly traded Bitcoin mining company in terms of computing power, said it lost for the first nine months of the year over $1.7 billion. $1.7 Okay, so yeah. they're actually, so it, it, they are mining because they're actually doing, and this is, you know, you think of mining and you're thinking a whole different thing, but it's computing power. So how many computers they have operating and, and doing these algorithmic mathematical problems to have people invest their hard-earned money into has lost a fortune and they're going to blame bankman fraud right (laughs) probably man probably anyway this company is an austin-based company it is among the hardest hit miners with low bitcoin prices depressing mining revenue to a record low and if you recall tim you know about a year year and a half ago that stuff was trading upwards of 50 60 70 grand a coin oh it's now down to i think like nineteen, eighteen thousand dollars a coin. Well, there's a lot of I mean, that it stuff. It really depreciated but big it, time. It depre- but what depreciated? The, yeah, thin air is the, what depreciated. The, val- the value of the computer power because they didn't update to the new Windows. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> anyway, soaring energy costs and more competition among miners has plummeted profit margins. Core Scientific first warned in October that it may have to file for bankruptcy if the company can't find more funding to repay its debt that amounts to over $1 billion. It had a third quarter loss of $434 million. Now, the company held $32 million in cash and 62 Bitcoin as of last month, down from over 8000 earlier in the year. It sold the bulk of its Bitcoin holdings in the second quarter as token prices plunged over 60% and heat waves across the U.S. sent power cost soaring. Well, so <laughs> oh they're, my no, word. No, hold on now that there's a lot more to this story because they say that the heat waves are sending the cost of energy soaring. Actually, it's these bit mining, oh, cryptocurrency mining operations that are using massive amounts of electricity that are increasing everyone's rates. Yeah. And and there's stories all across the nation where you even have in Washington state, in the center of our state, there's discussions about limiting power. Even at the new one over in us, they're limiting power that's available to the crypto miners because they're just eating up so much power that they're pricing the locals out of energy. Yeah, And so, you know, 
there's this whole thing with cryptocurrency for one Congress and, you know, and I normally don't want government to get involved because like I said, on the onset of the show, I hate big government. I want good government and I can't stand giant corporations that just can buy everything up and they can bankrupt whole towns and like didn't matter, you know, cause it's just a little tiny tidbit of their umbrella corporation when, you know, a whole towns where the people ends up homeless cause they shut down an actual mine that's mining something that might have value. Right. Yeah. No kidding. So, man. you know, but you have this this situation where these shock waves that they're sending, not just because of the energy usage and everything else, but they pop up. How old are these bit mining? I mean, they're generational. You know, are they like big oil or or big gold or or you know big baby formula? All the big corporations that the government's been you know using the EPA to push back on, right? right shut right. down. They're not controlling these big fake banking institutions like FTX to the point where just in the local newspaper this Sunday, apparently FTX ownership of a U.S. bank here, not a, a U.S. bank, but a bank in the United States in Washington, and we're talking. Talking about the bank of uh, the Farmington State Bank mm-hmm. in, in Farmington, Whitman County near the Idaho border, has five employees that actually works there, 25 employees that remotely work for what they call Moonstone Bank. And it's a tiny little bank said that it's the 26th smallest bank out of 4,800 banks. Its net worth was $5.7 million, according to the Federal Deposit Insurance Corporation. And apparently FTX has bought some ownership of this local bank. And the local bank, it's kind of interesting, it has operated out of the same building since 1911. I've never heard of this bank. It's a little small town bank, tiny. It's probably ones that, you know, just farmers and, you know, ranchers, yeah, locals. Well, and that's what it started out. It was a rancher's bank, farmer's bank. Maybe some drug cartels use it, and that's where I don't know. Uh, but it's a tiny. <laughs> not with just not with just a, a worth of uh, under six million bucks. Come on, man. Right. right. There, <laughs> there isn't obviously much there, but to me, it's it's pretty amazing. So this bank that started in I believe it was 1887. I'm looking for the rest of that information here because how does FTX end up buying out? Part of, oh, here it is, right here. Uh, it was founded in 1887 by a cooperative of farmers and ranchers. And in March, Alameda Research, which is tied to FTX, invested $11.5 million in the bank's parent company, FBH. FBH. So I don't know. I think we're, we're headed into trouble when we have these large corporations buying up small little things that work because what's going to be the future for this farmer co-op? Are they going to bankrupt some farmers here? It could very well, man. I mean, especially if FTX is filing for bankruptcy right now. Right. And it looks like Sam Bankman fried or freed or fraud. fraud. He is going to end up going to jail. I mean, you know, again, people but, are comparing this but, to the Enron, the Bernie Madoff. But here's the deal. Government, it, you know, they talk about protecting, you know, they want to start using predictive crime models so they yeah. can actually go after people before you commit a crime. That's what they're supposed to be doing with these corporations. Don't do it with individuals until you get it right with corporations. FTX buys a piece of this bank i don't know how they ended up buying a piece of this bank because apparently well probably the same way that they ended up getting into fortune cookie fortune sales like you're talking <laughs> yeah, yeah at, at the uh chinese the red dragon yeah yeah the, no the kidding oriental restaurant the uh, asian restaurant that we went to the other night. <laughs> yeah i mean it to me that's pretty shocked that they can get so embedded in our culture in such 
a short amount of time. And then, of course, the impacts. I mean, they cause bankruptcies, fine. So Bankman fraud goes to jail. But what about the damage that he's caused in economies, businesses that completely failed because they're a bunch of their financial backing from Bankman fraud? Oh, you bet. And there's going to be not real. It was thin air. Sure. And what about the friends and family deal, you know, that surround Bankman fried? Okay. And what I mean by that, I mean, articles have already come out about how his parents are using FTX money. And I believe that the currency trade symbol that they are dealing with it's not ftx it's ftt ftt is the trade symbol but you got the friends and family program there where all his buddies all his friends his family they're buying up property they're spending millions and millions of dollars in this fake currency man well, but the fake currency... And they're going to end up getting hurt because that stuff's going to get repoed, dude. Well, <laughs> it, right, it gets repoed, but how many other people basically bought into partnerships and deals? Like I said, all this layered conglomeration, all this layered corporate entity, like you got FTX and you got Almeida, and then you, you know you got the Bitcoin miners that are, that are mining and they got the computers, and then you got the people that sell this stuff to them, and they have all this commingling of business relationships that are not built off of a product that has a tangible element. Right. The computer shuts off and you're like, well, it's gone. (laughs) So, yeah, I think we're going to have to have a government that kind of does its job. I think it's the government, I think it's in the Constitution, actually, that it's up to our Congress to coin the money. Exactly. They're supposed to be in charge of the creation of U.S. currency. And we got all sorts of stuff that ain't currency going around. That's for sure. And all I got to say about that is... I'm glad that the Republicans took Congress because in the next two years, I was fearful that Biden would definitely be taking a couple of steps towards embracing digital well, currency. But they he's been talking hold about on it now. Man. They didn't take it by much. And there's a lot of Republicans that love the idea of making money out of nothing. We're going to have to take a break. We will be right back to our Spokane area veterans and their families. If you haven't checked out the Hilliard Veterans of Foreign Wars post 1474 located at Diamond and Regal Street in Spokane. You gotta be there, be square. The Hilliard VFW is there to assist you and yours with all your VA questions. Give them a call at 487-3784. Weekly bingo, cards, bowling, dart tournaments, and meal specials are just a few more things that the Hilliard VFW offers. Stop on by, give them a call, 487-3784. And welcome back from the break, ladies and gentlemen. Thanks for rejoining Mike and Tim on turmoil and tyranny in going digital this tuesday episode here on right spokane i'm thinking of i'm thinking of some you know we went off into the break i'm thinking of some guys with beards kind of an old band you know the because the republicans won congress right but there's some of those republicans like i said that they'd like to be making money for nothing and i'm thinking of a song (laughs) you know that song i'm thinking yeah i think i know which one you're talking about uh uh, money for nothing and chicks for free for free there you go <laughs> i and, forget and, and that's forget the band but right right well now and i don't know if congress if they're into chicks i don't know what they're into actually <laughs> I, I don't want i don't want to know but what they're doing in saying well the republicans won they're going to protect us i don't see that the republicans have done that i've yeah. seen i mean the republicans had power just a few years ago sure and other than a tax cut and then making it to where single individuals weren't forced to buy health care or pay a fine other than that i saw them do nothing <laughs> i mean they might have slowed the destruction of the country but they didn't patch up 
all the leaky holes in the dam, if you will. Right. Or, right. or, the, or the gaping hole in the budgets. Yeah, there you go, man. I, I mean, I, I just didn't see it. So this little tiny margin that they have, I don't think they're going to like, oh, the economy's back. It's going to be great. I, now, the stock market did react yep. to the fact that, you know, AOC isn't in control of Washington, D.C. at this point. Right. Completely. I mean, where is she? <laughs> <laughs> they kind of were. And it was kind of looking real scary. I mean, so now we're trapped in the ship. It's sinking, but we still have oxygen. That's where we're at. Yep. There you it's go, still man. sinking. <laughs> and if anybody wants to think, oh, my, you know, yeah, well, we got a minority leader in the Senate, Mitch McConnell. You know, he's been a great leader. He's led the country. I mean, look how long he's been in Congress. What's been happening to the country since he's been uh, in, in Congress? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And why has he been very, very quiet? Well, because he spent a bunch of money defeating good conservative candidates <laughs> and and hurting america as yeah, a result because all that he cared about was his own power yeah. and so you know whether i think there might be some good republicans that got elected but you know that crossover vote's been pretty nasty in recent years and yeah. I, I i'm i'm not well we'll have to wait and see what, yeah. what what happens here because i'll tell you you know since we didn't see the red wave the red tsunami that everybody was expecting that everybody right. got force fed that was going to happen it's going to be well you got to show me the money congress that's right you know, what are you that's guys right. going to do you've been there before you've yeah. had that power and you didn't do squat well, with it and that's why you do inspiration at the beginning of every show because that's we know where we put our faith and it's not in government or politicians no. we want results and, yes. and and we're to the point where maybe we just need to self-identify as a different country here because <laughs> i don't want to take on the debt and destruction of the dummies in the controlling powers at this point in time so hopefully this slim majority in the congress will will make a difference but we'll see what happens with washington state i yep. mean that's all I, we can I, do I, at I think, this point man. i think that you know we're talking about a tax at the local level we're talking about more taxes at the state level but we'll talk about that on another show what do you got in your hot little hand there well we're talking about a week from today ladies and gentlemen tuesday december 6th over at the Coeur d'Alene resort and convention center 7 p.m start time doors open at 6 tom deweese this guy is just an all-around, world-renowned expert on Agenda 2030. We're talking about sustainable development. Yep, that is the code word that is being utilized by the WEF, by the globalists, by government right now. Sustainable development is the common term for federal, state, and local policies that are destroying private property rights and values as local rule is diminished. And Tom DeWeese is going to make himself available, like I said, on Tuesday, December six quarterland resort and convention center it's 10 bucks at the door and if you happen to bring your kids that are age under 18 they are going to be free again doors open at 6 p.m the presentation starts at 7 p.m tuesday december 6th quarterland resort and convention center that ought to be a wonderful presentation. Yeah, well, so we were talking about going digital today, Yes, right? we were. As and a matter of fact, what else you got there? I've got my hot little hands, uh, the latest column from a writer who is named Jeffrey Albert Tucker. He is an American libertarian writer, a publisher, an entrepreneur, and an advocate of anarcho-capitalism and Bitcoin, of all things. Uh, okay. For many years, he worked for Ron Paul, the Mises Institute, Lou Rockwell, with 
With the American Institute for Economic Research, he organized efforts against COVID-19 restrictions starting in 2020. He founded the Brownstone Institute Think Tank in 2021 to continue such efforts. Well, you know, that whole... uh this cryptocurrency thing is a huge libertarian thing to get away from failing countries that, you know, their policies are going to, sure. you know, the great reset. And But you can't get away from government that's that big. I don't know of any civilization that's ever gotten away from government being in control of policies that either increased their economic position or diminished it. Right. So, I mean, I think it's a pipe dream. (laughs) But, you know, I mean, I guess we can continue. So what's this guy have to say? All right. His column is entitled, The Cleansing Fire is Here. Wow. What a remarkable few days it has been. It was spectacular enough to see a 30-year-old billionaire go from riches to rags in a mere 48 hours. FTX was the second most highly capitalized crypto exchange in the world. They didn't own a single Bitcoin. Instead, they invested their own token called FTT, which rose to $50 a share per before falling like a rock to $1, even as the company declared Chapter 11 bankruptcy. At its height, the firm was doing $10 billion in trading volume per day. It bought the naming rights to sports teams and stadiums. It was advertised during the Super Bowl. It drew major figures to its lair in the Bahamas, including Tony Blair, Bill Clinton, and the greatest of all time quarterback. You know oh, who yeah. that is. Yeah. Him and his wife were sucked into this, along with a couple of NBA basketball players. It received $2 billion in venture capital funding. On one phone call with Sequoia Capital, the founder, Sam Bankman-Fried, said he was playing a video game, and the investors loved it. They threw money at this guy, they said. <laughs> oh, yeah. Sure wouldn't, that, wouldn't that be nice, man? You get an investor on the phone. You're sitting there playing a video game, and you're telling them, hey, I'm playing in a video game. Why don't you loan me $2 billion in capital funding? Well, yeah, sure thing. We're on board. You know, that's a, a lot of investors, <laughs> they're just looking for somewhere to put their money i mean some exactly. of these some of these investors and and these entities that are it's not just that they're investors of their own money they're investors that are investing you know my retirement yeah in, including the retirements of people that live halfway across the country yep you bet. um and so they have large dollar amounts and they just got to find places to park it that bring back a return so that they can walk away with more money and be richer than they already are exactly and so yeah i mean this sounds great he's the wonder kid they read a few articles they're like yeah let's park a few million or 100 million over here and over there and and so that's what they do it's basically at this point in time it's the same way to talk a person into buying a new i mean you said you talk about dogecoin you follow dogecoin yeah what about perspective coin how come we don't sell no. perspective coin, Mike? <laughs> I, mean, I, I think we should sell perspective coin. Well, you know, I think when we first went listener supported, uh, we did have a little bit of an incentive that we were giving yeah, we away did. a one ounce silver coin, but mm-hmm. it was a Liberty State, not, a, not yeah. a perspective coin. Yeah, Liberty State coin. But, but it was, was kind of like but, the same. But, but it was a real, actual, tangible coin that you could exactly stick in your that hand. had value, and, and you didn't have to like collect a whole bunch of digital currency points. No, no, no. It was no, just no. they. Not they at all. Yeah, we did a little drawing. Right. And so, yeah. But, yeah, so we should do a perspective coin. Because <laughs> anyway. they're just looking for places to, you know, I mean, in what? So you got one guy that's going to jail. We're not going to run perspective coin. We're going to have one of these, you know, smart kids that like playing video games and talking to investors do it. Yeah, there you go. Column continues, folks. How bonkers has the world become? 
With crypto rising and rising during the pandemic, these people marketed themselves as socially conscious investors, champions of woke causes like veganism and against climate change. And they pushed ESG and DEI standards of business operations while giving away hundreds of millions in charity. So environmentally now, friendly, too. I mean, these guys are so green right. that they burned enough power to power several third world countries, and they have nothing to show for it except for a bankrupt company. There you go. Meanwhile, the company was using depositor funds to prop up its investment arm of Alameda Research, which started using its own funds to buy failing crypto company. How generous to keep that scam going. Meanwhile, and by the way, Tim, Alameda Research was run by Sam Bankman-Fried's wife. Right, yeah, now, basically. Meanwhile, yeah. Yeah, it gets crazier. Like, and, and, and I wonder why they would be so supportive of Democrats and the <laughs> Biden family. It's almost like... Oh, we're getting there, buddy. Here it comes. All right. Meanwhile, it gets crazier. This exchange was the favorite of the Ukrainian government which used FTX as its favorite exchange to launder money from U.S. tax dollars into dollars, while FTX earned enough profit from the scam to become the largest donor to the Democrat National Committee. So far, this FTX scandal seems like many past scandals all rolled into one. The Iran-Contra funding caper, the SNL debacle of 1986, Enron, Bernie Madhoff, and here recently, Elizabeth Holmes, who just ended up drawing 11 years in prison. How does the latter fit in? Hold on to your seats for this one. FTX was a major funder of pro-lockdown COVID causes, shelling out millions to John Hopkins University, anti-ivermectin studies, and otherwise laundering money through Sam's Brothers Political Action Committee. The Washington Post had summed it all up. The shockwaves from FTX's free fall have rippled across the public health world, where numerous leaders in pandemic preparedness had received funds from FTX funders or were seeking donations. Shockwaves across the public health world received funds or seeking donations. My goodness, we can only assume that if the Washington Post says this, the reality is far worse. How many scientists were on the payroll of this Ponzi scheme? How many media outlets benefited from the stolen funds? How many nonprofits had the time of their lives advocating for lockdowns that destroyed the world while they raked in millions and billions from these chumps? Keep in mind that the Wall Street Journal is right now documenting the fact that FTX was moving billions to unnamed parties. We are talking real money, money that distorted the whole public life everywhere in the world. We all knew for the last three years that something was seriously amiss. How is it possible that learned professors would go on TV night after night and say utterly untrue things about COVID and the vaccines? Are they that stupid? Who was paying them to lie all day, every day for nearly three years? The FTX scandal might, in fact, be the key to unlocking the whole racket. Well, but there's a lot more racket to it, too, as well. I mean, if you watched any sporting events throughout the holiday week, you'll notice there was a whole lot of advertising by Pfizer. Oh, yeah. And Pfizer was advertising how you can be vaccinated by contacting your local government because it's advertising a product that you're not paying for, but you're paying for through your government. And so it's free. So I don't know. They're advertising, selling a product that they're forcing the government to purchase. Yeah. It's kind of strange. So I, I think that's why they were lying. I think that was 
you know, some of their, uh, I, I would say that it's a huge incentive to lie if you have corporations that are giving you tons of money, if you're a member of the media. If you're a member of the government who basically grows and you make more money as a bureaucrat in government, the more money it spends, you want to be a part of all this, you know, laundering money stuff too, right? Yeah, you bet. Uh, FTX, how do, you think, how do you think Ukraine bought any vaccines? They needed to launder U.S. tax dollars into Ukrainian dollars through FTX so that they could buy Pfizer shots, right? Sure, you Is bet. How or, this works? or they could transact any other kind of business for that matter. You know, right. with the United States, especially arms sales, because I am definitely or sitting arms on sales, a, drug cartel oh, yeah, uh, activities, human trafficking, oh, yeah. yeah, untraceable currencies. Yeah. Yeah. You yeah you're not sending it. Uh, what are they? What was that thing? Uh, sending it. It's not Western. Wow. How did you Western send Union? Yeah. Western. Yeah. No, no Western Union with the Bitcoin. <laughs> it's hard for the FBI to track that one down. Yeah, that's for sure. I think Western Union's a little bit archaic and I don't think they're digital quite yet. But I'm, I'm neither pretty, here nor there. I, Man. And when it comes to uh, man, I'm hand count ballots, Pony Express. I'm, I'm I think we should we got to move to some stuff that works. Yeah, and, uh, you bet. We, that's trusted and works. Some of this, all this instant stuff is making things a little too dangerous. Well, I'll tell you something, folks. If you walk away with anything on this, you definitely need to keep a finger on the pulse of the Sam Bankman Freed situation because I'm sure there is going to be a whole lot more that comes rolling out of the dark cloud. Oh yeah, from all lo- of that being from said, owning Washington tiny banks to all fortune this, cookie fortunes. Oh, Who man. knows what else? stadium names and oh boy yeah all of that being said mike and tim are out of here today we'll be back at you and in your face again tomorrow bye-bye